What stories or events give shape to your year? Some people follow the football season, the shopping season, others shape the years around work patterns or perhaps holidays. As followers of Jesus, we seek to shape our time around Jesus and his story. Jesus has been so influential on the world we live in that, as the historian Tom Holland puts it, time itself is being Christianized. Whether people know or like it or not, our time centers around Jesus. We live 2,021 years after Jesus was born as one of us. He stands at the center of our time. And yet, at least for me, I find it so easy to shape my time around the stories and the priorities of the world. Do you think we need patterns to help us resist getting dragged into shaping our year around those stories and those priorities of the world? That's where something called the liturgical year comes in, or as I like to call it, a year with Jesus. What is it? Well, it's a way of shaping our calendars and our time around Jesus and his story rather than the stories of the world. I'm sure many of us already opt into at least little bits of it, Think about Christmas and Easter, but there's more to it. The story of the liturgical year started really with the decision to move Christian worship to Sundays because that was the day that Jesus rose from the dead. It was a move to say that when we come together in worship, we're celebrating that Jesus is alive and he's available and that in his resurrection from the dead, he has formed a new humanity in the church to live his resurrection life the life of the new creation in the here and now. Then there were some calls to have a special day to celebrate the death and resurrection of Jesus, even though it was being celebrated every Sunday. So Easter was developed as a sort of Sunday of Sundays. It was then thought that if we're celebrating the death and resurrection of Jesus in a special way, then perhaps we should celebrate his birth in a special way. So we got Christmas. Over the years, additions were made, for example, Lent, which served as a preparation period for Easter. In the early church, people were baptised on Easter Sunday, and so Lent was developed as this period of preparation, fasting and penitence. But rather than this being just for those getting baptised, the whole church got involved. Then Advent imitated Lent in that it became a preparation period for Christmas. Rather than being a period of penitence, though, it was a period of hope and anticipation of Jesus' return. Well, eventually, long story short, the liturgical year came to look something like we see today, though there are some variations across the church around the world. It begins with Advent, this four weeks prior to Christmas, a season of hope, longing, expectation, as we begin the year by looking forward to the return of Jesus. Then there's Christmas, and yes, there are actually 12 days of Christmas, as the song goes. And this is a season of reflecting upon the birth of Jesus and all that that means for us. Then there's Epiphany, which means manifestation. It's on the 6th of January, and as the season runs through to Lent, it recalls the visit of the Magi, the wise men, to Jesus, and is celebrated as the revelation of Jesus to the Gentiles. Then there's Lent, these 40 days prior to Easter, a time of penitence, a time of repentance and an opportunity for self-examination. Then there's Easter, 
Uh, this Holy Week it includes Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, Easter Sunday. And uh, we focus here on the events surrounding and including the death and resurrection of Jesus. We then have Ascension Day, where we recall the ascension of Jesus to heaven. And finally, Pentecost, 50 days after Easter, where we remember the Spirit falling upon the global church and how we get sent out into the world in the power of the Spirit. Well, should we observe the liturgical year? We don't have to. There's no command in the New Testament to observe the liturgical year. However, we are creatures of habit and patterns are important. And I think I'm not alone in needing to learn and relearn habits and patterns that lead us to Jesus and help us to live in his story. I think the year with Jesus can be a great help to us. It's not that we need feel restricted by the liturgical year, this year with Jesus, as if we can only think about the birth of Jesus at Christmas time. No, rather it helps us to have a well-rounded vision of Jesus. How do we get on board with the year with Jesus? Well, as I say, many of us are probably already on board with bits of it, Christmas and Easter. We may have traditions and practices that enable us to worship Jesus and be with other Christians in these seasons. But we might consider how we might build the other aspects of the year with Jesus into our lives. Thinking Pentecost, Ascension Day, Advent, and yes, even Lent. And we might ask how we can use these days and seasons to enjoy these different aspects of who Jesus is, what he's done for us and what he's calling us to. In many ways, the year with Jesus is about filling our year with loads of opportunities and parties to celebrate and remember Jesus and to consider what it means to follow him. So I'm going to be putting up specific episodes about the different parts of the year with Jesus. So do keep a lookout for those.